ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. All right, here we go. It's Tuesday, June 28th. My name is Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We make the show available to you. You can call at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Or you can text 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. Coming up today on the program, we'll talk Marshall Baseball the big man himself is coming on the program, Jeff Wagner. We'll talk to him about all the happenings with Marshall Baseball. So I'm sure he's got a lot to say about that. Maybe I can get some details out of him, pry a little bit of information out of him. We'll try my best. I'm going to try really hard. Feels good, right? Maybe if you feel like, okay, this time it's a go. This time it's a we're building it. Here it is. We're, we're putting it. Together, we're going to have the plan soon. We're going to start construction soon. We're a go for this. We're making it happen. So that's what we've got coming up here, hopefully in the near future. And Coach can actually maybe get a, a sigh of relief a little bit, maybe feel a little bit better about things because, well, how hard and difficult is it to coach a baseball team, put together a team on a yearly basis and compete and a – extremely competitive league and not really have the tools to do so. So now you're going into the Sun Belt where it's going to be as good if not better and you're going to have something to recruit to. You're really going to have something to recruit to. I mean, once the construction begins, you can say, look, here here it is. So maybe you don't go after the – I mean, you get the transfer portal as well. You don't go maybe after the, the immediate player here. Maybe you go after – okay, this is where you can start. We'll, we'll figure all that out. We'll talk to Jeff here in the next few minutes, get his thoughts and plans on that, see what he's willing to share. And, of course, we're going to hear from you as well. So I'll get your phone calls and text in. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you today. Um, it's always fun to, to talk to you. I got to talk to someone. I was coming back from the garage earlier today, and we'll not talk about the garage bill. The garage bill, and we're talking about the future repairs. We're not going to talk about that today. Let's just say, I'm telling you what, I wasn't, I wasn't happy that, look, I got to spend money. I was getting in the vehicle, I got to spend money, and then I met a listener. He was like, you're Paul, right? You're on the radio. I'm like, yeah. And the guy was excited to meet me, and I was like, you know, that's nice. I, I, it, right now, I feel really grumpy. And this guy came, made a point to come out of the garage just to say hi to me. So that made me feel really good. So I appreciate all of you. So if you get a chance to see me, you say hi. To, say hi to me. Just say hi to me. If you're, if you know it's me, say hi to me. I, I will say hi back. I will always say hi back to you. Or if you think you saw me, you can text me. Let me know during the show that you you might have ran into me, and give me a report. Let me know that I wasn't such a jerk. It's like, hey, you, I ran into you the other day at the drive. You were a jerk. Pulled in front of me. Like, look, man, needed a, I need to get my breakfast. I'm sorry about that. How can I make that up to you? No, seriously, uh, all kidding aside, uh, let me know. If, if you run into me, say hi or at least tell me about it. Tell me about it. Just let me know. 
give me an idea. So it was nice uh, today to, uh, after looking at the future expense report from the garage, it's like, okay, yeah, well, at least I can leave the garage smiling a little bit because somebody, uh, you know, actually came out and made a point to, to tell me that they they really enjoyed the show. So that kind of made me feel good. So um, just telling you, when you guys shoot messages my way, Twitter, Facebook, text line, you call the show, uh, I'm always happy to hear from you. I'm always excited to hear that you're out there. So uh, don't hesitate anytime. Let me know you're out there. So you can do that again at the text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And if you, know, if you want to donate to my vehicle fund as well, I mean, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. It's probably not going to happen. But if you want to, de- you want to, you really want to donate to my vehicle fund, that's fine. I mean, that that's perfectly acceptable there. On Twitter, I've got that tip jar there. No one's ever used that. The tip jar, I activated that feature. Just like, why not? Somebody might randomly tip me. I mean, I work here at a radio station, commercial radio station, and so I have a job. I, ha- I have a full time job. But okay, here's this tip jar. Maybe somebody will randomly go. You know what? Paul does such a great job. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him some. I'm gonna give him some cash. Never been used whatsoever. So it's there if you want to. But uh, I'm not soliciting money. It's just kind of funny though that that's there. That is there. No one ever uses it. But it's there. It's it's there if you want to tip me. Just run. Yeah. If you run into me. Yeah. Again. If you run into me, you could. Um, should I should I charge for photos? No, I wouldn't do that. I'm not charging for photos. I'm not going to be one of those celebrities that yeah you'll see on. First of all, let me re- restructure the use of that word. Uh, I'm your friend on the radio. I'm not going to be one of those people that get on Cameo, and um, yeah, hey for a for hundred and fifty dollars you get X amount of time with me. I mean, if someone wants to pay for that, that's great. But I see a list of those people, and I'm sitting there going, "Hey, I kind of like you. I'm not spending 150. I'm not. No, I, I don't really need a photo of you, or uh, I don't need Ric Flair saying, you know, saying hello to me or happy birthday to me. I don't need that. I don't need all of that. I'm not doing that. We'll see how that goes here. Yeah, as I get closer to retirement, we'll see how how we'll see how the career. You know, you know, one way, of course, is um, yeah, celebrities are going on Patreon now. Not so much using Cameo and stuff, but a lot of people are going on Patreon and um, you know, doing creative work. And, and that's cool because you can actually, you know, put together a product or something and people will pay. And I thought about what would a subscription model look like and what can we do to justify the subscription model? And I'm kind of curious what your best subscription model ideas are because really is there a market for that right now it's pretty tough out there we're trying to get a baseball park built and it was a couple days before we got to the the fifty thousand dollar market it took a couple of days to get to that so times are a tough right now times they be a tough and I'm kind of curious what that number looks like right now it it went over fifty thousand so it was a a total of a hundred thousand and I'm kind of curious what the funds are going to be looking like here for this. Uh, how many uh, major donors are going to be able to contribute, step up? You know, what kind of sponsorship opportunities are we going to see that's going to help pay for the, the stadium? You know, are they going to have naming rights? 
I know a lot of people want the stadium named after Coach Cook, and that could probably be a well-received idea. What if you can get a couple million for naming rights? I mean, do you name it Coach Cook Field at name stadium? Could you go that route? I mean, think about that. I still like the idea of putting a statue of Coach Cook out there. Just have a statue. Not to add to the cost of this thing, but, you know, there needs to be a statue. Coach Cook. Something you walk past and you look up and you, you, you maybe you'll wander over and, and it's something that's going to be there a long time. Like, hey, who's, who's Coach Cook? Because one day there's going to be someone to ask that question. Who's Coach Cook? Well, let me tell you. And here's the reason why he has a statue. So that would be interesting. All right, we got to get the coach, Coach Wagner. Wags needs a statue, too, but I'm not going to tell him that. We'll talk to him when we continue. And we'll take your phone calls and text. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, June 28th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome my next guest to the program. He right now has to be one of the happiest people of all Marshall coaches, and that is Marshall baseball coach Jeff Wagner. Uh, From a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you right now? Eleven. Eleven. That's a that's a good number. Does it feel real this time? I mean, you've seen so many false starts. Does it feel actually real this time? It does, Paul, because the Board of Governors and um, and your president, you know, President Brad Smith are behind it. And that's the first time I could say that going through this process that, you know, the board and presidents involved. So, yes, it does. So, you got a different location. First of all, yeah. How much uh, how much input did you have when everyone was trying to figure this thing out, and make it happen? Um, you pretty happy with the location, uh, or you just want a ballpark? You don't care where they put it right now. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, yes, and yes. Uh, I, I love the location. Um, I think that it's a great spot because you're going to be around all the other facilities. You know, Ravenside softball and obviously the football stadium, the indoor facility. You have the um, the training room there and, and um, our medical center right there. I think it's a great location. Plus, I feel like it's an area where you can expand not only just for, you know, martial athletics, but also for, for the community. So, in right off 3rd Avenue, I think it's, a, it's closer to the, to the, to the campus and, and it's, I think it's perfect. So, what do you envision that area looking like? I know there's still uh, plans to be made and designs to be revealed, but you know, what do you envision here? Because it's not just a stadium out in um, you know, an island to itself. As you mentioned, there could be so much more that happens with that stadium once it's finished being a cornerstone to that area. I mean, we could be talking about a complex that serves – baseball, softball, and a host of other sports and a host of other things for Marshall? Yeah, there's no question. Um, Obviously, you know, like a lot of the stadiums in this conference, and if you look at this conference, the stadiums are are, are amazing. And But they build them over time, you know, really just getting this going. And 
Um, the biggest thing that I've always pushed for is development with players. And I think that's the number one thing when you're starting out building a stadium is make sure you're building it around development because that's why kids come to your program. You know, they can see guys getting developed, the amount of draft picks you have, guys are getting better. They want to come for that reason. So you build everything around development. Then you start building the stadium around that. And I think it's endless what you could do over there. Obviously connecting that with, with softball and um, having a, our own a facility there that we both could use. Um, you know, you could you could open that up for parking, um, more parking. There's You could add additional stuff for, for other sports, football. Um, I, I think it's endless. I think it's it's it could over time we could make that into an unbelievable facility and 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 uh, keep growing. So twenty million that's sort of the number that uh, came out twenty million to build this thing. What do you get for twenty million? You think? Well, I, I you know I think that in our conversations it was trying to keep everything close to what we we originally started with, and again that goes back to. Um, the players getting a, a really amazing locker room and um, training room and, and cages underneath um, video rooms to help on the development side of it. Um, and then, then obviously your coaches offices and, and then your, your stadium seats and, and building a, an area too for, for the fans. I mean, I think that that's important. You know, um, Megan talks about having the dot magic and, and that, Paul, that's going to mean win. When you have that atmosphere and the community get behind there and and you're going to win more games. I mean, playing more home games with a great fan base, the energy brought to the ballpark, you've got to build something, too, that's going to be more uh, fan-friendly, too, for the students and for the the community. Plus, it makes you actually feel like you're a part of the community. You're actually a part of the whole athletic department because – You've been pretty much a nomad for forever. You're you're out in the island here. You're over there. You're nowhere near campus. And now you actually get to be a part of everything. All of a sudden, here's baseball right in the thick of it all. And actually, it feels like you're a part of it, even though you're a part of the athletic department. You're a part of the whole fabric of this athletic department. But now here's the tangible part of it. And you, you can't miss. You can't overlook you. Right there you are. Well, I think the other thing, too, is really kind of with our fans and and the community that you start seeing how really good baseball is at this level. And, you know, when when you're starting to add Southern Miss and and Old Dominion already into a great baseball conference, I mean, if you look at the regionals the last few years, and they're made up of a lot of Sun Belt teams. And you look at uh, Charleston Southern just hosted a, a regional. Southern Miss just hosted a regional. Coastal Carolina not too long ago, just won a national championship. Louisiana was in a regional. Texas State was in a regional. Um, I mean, you go on and on, on on the amount of ranked teams and how good these programs are. Now you're bringing them right there in Huntington and the amount of draft picks the teams have had, how many big leaguers these teams have had. Now you're bringing some of the best baseball in the country in the Huntington. And what an awesome thing for the spring for people to come out and, and drink a beer and watch a game. Jeff Wagner joins me, Marshall approving the construction of a baseball stadium finally. And it feels real to me. And I've talked to Christian Spears. Uh, he wants to get it done. It feels real. real. 
he's been on the job it was 102 days when they approved that. Um, what was the feeling you were getting from him as this process was going? Uh, he, it felt like he made this uh, his major priority to get this done quickly so he, he could get it going and and correct something that it just it's taken too long. I mean, I don't want to disparage anyone, but it's taken too long to get this thing built. Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, but, I, you know, I think since the day he's been on campus and, and we didn't meet too long after he got there, um, within a, a week or two, um, I mean, that's something he's been working on since he's got in. He, he knew that was a priority, and he also knew what the level of baseball was at this um, in this conference. And, and also, I think the big thing, with him was a student athlete, you know, to be able to, to give them an opportunity to be on campus and, and, and be able to sh- showcase, you know, themselves and, and be part of, of our, our campus and letting people come in and watch him play. I mean, they, he knows how important that was and, and he's worked extremely hard of getting it done. And, and they just took a really big step on, on moving forward on this. Jeff Wagner joins me, head coach of the Marshall baseball team. So, so now you get to worry about what this thing's going to look like, what your facilities are going to be all about. Uh, I'm sure uh, that's a welcome welcome thing for you to, to be doing, baseball stadium facility planning as you try to plan your next season, going into the Sun Belt and then trying to plan for the future. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a lot of work, but you're probably happy to have all this extra work right now because you're going into a really good league. You just outlined it. This is a really good league, and if you don't have – the tools it takes to compete in this league, uh, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be sitting pretty very long because it's tough. Well, not along with that, Paul, you you, you got the transfer portal now, and um, kids will leave your program. You got to keep them there. You got you got to re-recruit them. You have to you have to get really good talent, and you got to keep them there. And without a stadium, you're not going to be able to do that. I mean, the days when we had Aaron Blair, that was a first rounder. You know, who knows what would have happened. Um, with an SEC school or somebody coming in with NIL money, and um, it's it's a different it's a different game now, and you have to be able to keep up in order to compete at this level um, with NIL help and with obviously facilities. On the flip side, though, once you get this going, you have that opportunity as well to cherry pick. You know, it's not unheard of someone maybe not happy at an SEC school sees Marshall sees everything that uh, you could possibly ask for in a baseball program, maybe decides to sign on with you. So it, it could go both ways, and it has gone both ways for a lot of programs. Yeah, no doubt. Um, absolutely. The biggest thing is having a stadium to keep the guys, that, that the core group that, that you signed to be there. I mean, let's face it, Paul, you, you, you don't just build a stadium and you're good. You have It's going to take some time to get the right classes in there. You know, to build it right, you probably need three or four years of good recruiting classes to, to establish a foundation so that you can have more consistent winning. And, you, you know, you start getting more high school players. And, and, um, and yes, you can go and get some kids out of the portal if you lose some guys in the draft. Um, you know, it's, it's just being able to maintain um, a consistent program um, is probably more I'm more excited about. You know, right now my focus has to be on our current team. Um, you know, Christian Spears and our president, and the board of governors and, and the mayor, um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be building it. And I have to focus on how can I, the next year or two, uh, to be able to compete in the Sun Belt. I mean, that's, that's going to be extremely hard. 
Um, but I like the players that we have in our program. Um, we were a couple key pieces away this last year from being really good, and we had some injuries that, that prevented that. But we got, you know, most of our guys back, um, and they're really talented. And, you know, hopefully we can make an impact our first year in the Sun Belt. How, um, how has the reception been going into the Sun Belt? I know – uh, Christian Spears, when he was with me, he joked that Marshall, I, I don't know, he probably wasn't joking. He said that Marshall was the darling of the Sun Belt. What's the vibe you're getting from the league knowing that you're going to have to work a lot harder than, say, football because you're? it feels like, I don't, I'm not saying you're starting from scratch, but they've got beautiful stadiums. They've got a lot of tradition. You've got tradition, but you, you're still trying to compete with what might be better than Conference USA? What's your what's your take on that? Uh, there's no question about it. I think, um, you know, obviously Southern Miss, who just got not long ago, they went to Omaha. And they just hosted a, a regional this year and was a ranked team in the top ten. And Old Dominion, who was just as good as anybody. Those teams coming in, obviously, are going to get that more of that respect and tradition that they've had in, um, into the Sun Belt. And there's been a lot of teams that did really good. And, we're going to have to earn it. There's no question about it. And But, again, I think one of the things was, is, is Marshall going to get a baseball stadium so that our conference RPI can keep rising and that we can have a better product and, and, and help the conference expand? Um, and I think that was one of the big questions when we first went in, and hopefully that's starting to get answered um, because that's, that was the biggest negative of everything is, will they have a stadium and um, – will they be able to compete at this level? Do you feel the move to the Sun Belt maybe accelerated this process and making sure that you know, this was a top priority? Or do you feel confident, if you were, even if you were in Conference USA, that this was going to happen the way it's happened? I would say that it was going to happen this way because of our student-athletes. They deserve better. Um, our new administration sees that. Our new president sees that. The Board of Governors see that. So either way, if we didn't go into Sunbelt, I, I believe this was going to happen either way just because our, our our coaches and our student-athletes, I mean, Conference USA was really good in baseball too. So um, in order for us to compete, but I think more than just the competitive part, it's just, I don't know, the answer is fair. It, it's just fair for our, our student-athletes too. We bring in 35-man roster, um, that we only have 11.7 scholarships. So a lot of those guys are paying, you know, uh, the max amount to go to school there that they deserve to have a facility um, for them to develop. Jeff Wagner joins me, Marshall's baseball coach. Happiest man on campus right now. Uh, so how do you attack the Sun Belt with the team you have and then building for the future? Uh, what's the game plan look like? Well, if you look at our guys right now, we've had um, we've had a really a talented sophomore class pitching. Um, you know, Patrick Cope and Zach Atkinson. Patrick's in the Cape Cod League right now, doing really well. Uh, Zach Atkins is back home working on his body. Um, Chad Heiner. Um, you know, those guys were a really good sophomore sophomore class that went through COVID. That you know, we were shut down on. I don't know, 15 to 20 games, and they didn't really have a freshman year. And they really started – their pitchability's gotten better. Um, you know, along with our, our senior class of arms, Ray Pacella, who might be as good as anybody in the league, and we lost him last year injury that we're going to get back. 
um, you know, that we feel can go out and beat anybody. Um, you know, seniors like Carter Lyles and Ryan Capriano, um, you know, those guys will be the core and foundation, obviously, pitching wins. Uh, Cole Agnes is another guy, you know, guys that um, that are upperclassmen that, that, that have competed at a high level that we're going to lean on to help us, you know, compete at this level. And then I feel like we have two of the better hitters coming back in the conference. Luke Edwards, who was first-team all-conference, and uh, Ryan Leach. You know, um, they both could get drafted in July, um, and we hope they do. Um, but if they don't, that's obviously going to help um, to have a really good lineup. Um, and you throw in guys like Kyle Schaefer, who, you know, had 13 home runs, and, and um, Christian Lucio, Daniel Carincia, uh, Travis Sankovic, um you know these guys are these guys are uh, they're battle tested, and and I think they're ready to have a breakout here. Uh, moving forward, obviously the stadium. I mean, if you look at you know the recruiting of, of being able to go out there. I mean, still with with so many things that happened um, on our two groundbreaking ceremonies before, um, people still don't believe it yet. You know, and you're you're when you're out recruiting. That's the hard part. Um, and honestly, until we actually start seeing movement out there, that's, that's, that'll be the toughest part is getting the players to believe it um, until they actually saw some buildings going up. Um, but that's when I'm uh, – in October with the, the game plan of, of starting to really move on the stadium, that'll be huge in recruiting um, and able to build a great recruiting class in the next few years around the stadium. So the pitch is once the bulldozers, once everything starts happening on that site, you know now you can take recruits, you can show them the actual construction. That's the pitch. Oh, I'll probably be out there with the bulldozer helping them, <laughs> or at least the shovel trying to help them get it done quicker. Would you? Um, yeah, are you qualified? Can, I mean, can you run a backhoe? Can you run a bulldozer? I mean, can you run an earth mover? What, what are you qualified for? You know, I'll figure it out. Um, I'm not licensed to drive one, but I'll give it my best shot. And I'll, I'll, I'll when they when they're done with their day shift, I'll go out there at night and just sneak out there and and, and start bulldozing stuff and whatever I got to do to get it done quicker. All right, well, um, let's get you licensed just in case. Uh, yeah, we yeah you know, we want to get this thing built, so let's just make sure you know how to handle it. Uh, you don't do anything you're not supposed to do. So let's let's do that right. for safety. Jeff Wagner's with me, uh, entering the construction phase of his career. And uh, I'm Jeff- in if you're in. We'll, we'll start right now. I mean, you can just start going out there and, and moving stuff. We'll get it going right now. Look, if if they let you and me out there with the bulldozers, I'll go out there with you. We'll we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Is I yeah as right. as, as long as they um. They they make sure that yeah whatever I do I'm not liable for I'll I'll go out there with you I don't I don't want to yeah I don't want to actually take a, a wrong turn and, and go into the dot and then next thing you know I get a bill for fixing the dot the fencing there so um, yeah we got to be careful a little bit here but uh, it, it sounds like it's uh, it's full steam ahead with uh, you out there with shovels uh, showing off the uh, the dirt being dug with. I mean, there, there you go. That's the marketing campaign. You out there with, uh, with the bulldozers in the background, pictures of you. We'll send that out on social media so everybody can believe it's real. Uh, and, and you can send those 8x11s. Uh, eight by, eight by you can send glossies out to recruits. You 
with a shovel and all the construction going on. That that'll make it real. Hard hat on, construction clothes. I'm in. That'll be fun. Jeff Wagner. I'll start whenever. I'll start whenever. I'm I'm good to go right now. Jeff Wagner joins me. Um, I guess some I guess some gardening you can practice on. I need some help with. You want to practice my house? I guess some things. I got I got enough on my own. So. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So. Uh, I, I tried to pin down your boss the other day on this, Christian Spears, the athletic director okay. of Arsenal. I tried to pin him down on this. Um, he said uh, blueprints to be coming soon, so we don't have the, the full design yet. So I know you probably can't give up too much info, but what kind of field are we going to have? We're going to have uh, synthetic, astroturf. We're going to have uh, natural grass. What are, what are we looking for here? What's the coach want? The, the coach wants turf, and, and it will be turf. Um, I think that's the new way for all the baseball fields. Even Southern Miss, who's down south, put the turf field in. Obviously, with rain, where we start games in February, um, and you know, obviously February, March, and April with the amount of rain, and um, it, it, you have to have it. Um, you know, I'm a big believer, and if you look around college baseball, the teams that win have a home field advantage. And yeah, you can say atmosphere. Atmosphere plays a big part of it, but the second part is we're the only sport that you can really build a stadium anywhere you want. I mean, there's no – you don't have to cookie cut 330, 375, 400 in, in the outfield. You can you can have a short right field. You can have a short left field. Look at the Red Sox. Look around college baseball. If you go to Louisiana Tech, you know, the ball flies out the right field. You go to Southern Miss, it flies out the left field. And you can just go down uh, Rice. You go to Rice, it's the biggest ballpark in, the, in college baseball. All they do is get pitching and defense. So I think it's a it's it's important to build a stadium how you want to recruit or um, to build it where you can bring the players in. If you get a short right field, you bring in more left-handed bats. You learn how to pitch to one side of the plate or get guys out. I mean that's how you win in college baseball, and that's how you recruit, and that gives you a huge advantage over what you want to go out and get. And your philosophy will be built around that. So when does that get uh, set in stone? Is that part of the design process uh, how how much engagement you know, are you having with the people that are going to ultimately lay this thing out and uh, whether those conversations uh, what have those been like so far and trying to figure what what a Marshall baseball stadium really is well that you know when I met with Chris Spears um, in the spring um, not too long ago after he was hired in we had these conversations and I think right now it's just the initial part of the fundraising and and them working with a, a partner um, to get this going and started. Um, and then I'll, I'll obviously I'll be back in there with with them and 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 being a big part of planning this. Um, and that's where those ideas will come out. Um, but right now we haven't got to that part yet. Um, but we took a huge step in the direction of of getting this done. And I'm sure we'll be having those meetings here soon. So you also need to go fundraise a little bit to help this thing move forward. And how many people have said, "Hey, we got to get this baseball park built. We got to get this thing built." Uh, so, um, you know, are you going down the list of everyone who's called, emailed, written you, written Christian, said, "Hey, we got to get this done," and and asked for their donation? Are you, are you making those phone calls yet, or you have an intern on that? You know, I don't. Um the big green is a big part of that. Um, the big green is going to go out and, and do a lot of the major fundraising, but yes, I'm getting asked on a daily basis. We got to get this done. How can we help? And 
And uh, my job right now is to focus on my current team. And recruiting is hard enough, and I'm spending a lot of my time on the road recruiting. So, um, but yes, I will. I will take any part that, that's needed for fundraising or ever I can help to get the stadium built. Um, so, but Big Green is is the biggest. Um, I guess the biggest um, ways of us getting this this raised, and obviously Christian and, and our president and and everybody else that's involved. Jeff Wagner and getting a, a, a getting a really big help from the city of, of Huntington. Jeff Wagner's my guest, head coach of the Marshall baseball team. All right, I got to ask the big question. Um, so how 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 further along are we on? Uh, the Jack Cook statue that we talked about, the um, little, little plaza area with that statue, how far along are we? That's a big part of, of what we need to do, and, and that's something I'll definitely push. Um, a statue or a drive, you know, something, a road going into it, the Jack Cook way, something has to be named with Coach Cook, whether it's bricks for our alumni. Um, you know, I'm sure that we'll honor Coach Cook some way at that baseball field. Um, and that'll be one of the biggest things that I push. I like the statue. That way, people can walk up to it in years from now, and and if someone asks who who's Coach Cook, the statue will explain it, and someone can explain it to someone who doesn't know. Because uh, absolutely, I think that's an important part of this. Just to, yeah, the st- stadiums are are great when they have history, and Coach Cook. There's a lot of history there, and just just to marry the two. Right off the bat, really, I think we'll give this stadium uh, a lot more character, personality, uh, meaning, just to have that history right there already because it's it's built in, it's ready to go. You just need to you just need to honor him somehow and, and make sure that he's not forgotten. And I think you're off uh, you're off and you're on the right direction. Uh, I agree. I mean, absolutely, it, uh, a gateway to getting in the stadium with, with with a statue or some kind of way of honoring him. It's- is must needed, um, you know, for, for all the alumni that played for me. He was a mentor of mine. I mean, he he uh, he was always there to help. And there was, I'm second to him that wasn't the baseball stadium done. Um, but he he was always pushing to get done. I mean, really, we were supposed to be on it this spring until everything fell through. Um, and Coach Cook would have been a part of that. And it's sad that he passed away before he could have solved get done and completed but there was no he was the biggest supporter he was he is Marshall baseball um it would be huge for alumni if we got that done and I'm sure we will um but yes it it's it has to happen hopefully the gateway or the walkway into the stadium I think would be the best way to do it my guest is Marshall baseball coach Jeff Wagner before I let you go we got to talk about your new hire uh Taylor Sanderfer as pitching coach was announced yesterday, uh, what does Taylor bring to the the program? Uh, what excites you about having him on staff? Well, I talked to uh, many people that I've known in this in this profession about him, and everybody had great things to say about him. And I knew um, his head coach for a long time, and um, and then I spent two weeks um, talking to him and interviewing him. Um, and I interviewed a lot of guys, but but he really stood out. And and also had my players. I think I had six or seven of my my pitchers call him, and I wanted to hear what they had to say. Um, but I think what really stood out with him is the ability to communicate with players, um, 
to bring passion every day, the energy. I mean, he's he's really good at, at motivating players. And and if you look at his pitching staff that he's had in the past, they've always got better and better and better. And he's gonna he, he knows the high level of baseball. He's a great pitcher himself. Actually he was a two way player. He played he was a hitter and a pitcher, and I think that's valuable too. Um, but just the ability to know the new age um, biomechanics, analytics, and be able to add that with um, the strength conditioning that he knows um, to help pitchers and, and protect pitchers and, and help them get better, um, along with the ability to communicate, not only with our players, but with future herd players to, to recruit high-level guys. I mean, he was he sold me right away, and it, and it just – been great to have him and his family uh, join our, our our program and and Taylor will be Taylor's recruiting now he's he's in North Carolina um, he has a house that he's trying to sell and and his wife's got a job there and they'll be with us full time soon but he's still on the road right now helping us recruit until they can move up here permanently. Can he drive a bulldozer? Have you have you got you got him certified yet? You, do you know if he can maybe help you out there with that? That was part of his job interview. I said, Taylor, you have to be able to drive a bulldozer in order to have a pitching coach job here. He was all in. Oh, I'm sure. So that's three of us. You know, all three of us are going to go out there and and try not to wreck the place, uh, leveling <laughs> and, and, and shoveling. And you know, that's fun. You know, see, that's what you need to do. You need to have one of those uh, campus community days where we're all out right. there just uh, moving dirt and digging. And doing everything we need to do to get the site ready, which um, yeah, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, we could tear we could we could tear it up. We just can't build it. I'll, I'll be good at tearing it up. And that's fine. I mean, you need me to knock a tree down or something? I can do that. I yeah, right. that's easy. Yeah, just forward and go. I, I can do that. And uh, I again, they're probably going to have to have a sign waivers because I don't know how good we will be. Yeah, but look at this way: we're going to save the project money because we're doing a lot of the work. So. That'll help the budget, and, and we'll be able to get more stuff to the stadium and, and make it get done quicker. So um, we'll bring that proposal to um, President Smith and, and Christian Spears and, and, let, and see what they think about it. Okay, let me know because you'll you'll get to the you'll get to their office quicker than I can. So let me know. Uh, I specifically want to hear what uh, with uh, what Athletic Director Christian Spears has to say about me driving the bulldozer. I'll ask. I'm in. All right, we'll get it done. We'll do this again soon. Uh, I'm excited for you. It needs to happen, and uh, I can't wait. Um, I'm excited because, you know what, um, you deserve this, man. You've hung in there so long, and you've done so much for this program, and and it feels like now you're getting everything you possibly could want for now and the future to, to make Marshall baseball really something special. I love Marshall baseball. I want to I wanna see this program be successful, um, and – I know we're up against the challenge of the great conference, but, you know, you, you um, build the field, you get the right core kids in there, and you teach the game the right way in the, in the development part. You know, I, I know that we'll do a great job of that. And we're going to have great teams. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, it'll, be, it'll be unbelievable the day that we can open up a game there and have a weekend series on a Friday, Saturday in the spring, and people come out to the game and, and enjoy watching baseball in Huntington and – I can't wait to do a radio show before before or after a game with you. That's going to be a, it's going to be really really exciting and and I think it's going to be amazing for for the community and and everybody else that's involved. Yeah, and that's a, that's a special thing. You can um, hopefully now you'll have a home. How about that? Heard baseball on the radio on a regular basis. Wouldn't that be something? 
It would be awesome. Well, you can still do it this year when we're in the Sun Belt. We'll have to do that route too. We'll have to be creative. But, you know, these seniors have put a lot of time and effort and energy into this program and, and they're talented kids. And, and we can't forget about, you know, this year. We can't get too far ahead of us. We've got to focus on these guys this year and having a great season. And how about winning the Sun Belt Championship in our first year there without a stadium? Um, have fun with that. Don't, yeah, that would be great, but <laughs> – then they'll expect you to do that again. So you know, let's let's win it, but let's let's tell them that you you have to have that stadium still. So don't don't give them any incentive, okay? We got it. All right, win it and tell them. Hey, look, yeah, I'll I'll go and win it again only when if you get that stadium done quicker. There you go. We'll win more of them. There you go, Coach. Good talking to you. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Paul. Have a good summer. That is Jeff Wagner. Um, he's going to be uh, practicing bulldozing here real soon. I guess I'm going to be out there with him bulldozing as well. You think they'll let me do that? You think they'll let me go around and around the bulldozer, moving earth a little bit? What do you think they would let me do? Which vehicle could I get into and and operate here? I mean, would I be digging dirt? Would I be just the, driving the bull? I mean, can the bulldozer be easy? Forward, back, forward, back. I mean, what would be what would be the easy vehicle? Hey, look, we need you to knock that tree down. Okay, no problem. I could do that. It's easy. Just go straight and back it up. I feel like I feel like there would be a, a job that I could do on that on that job site. Hard hat, bulldozing. And I mean, what would I mess up? Really? It's not like I would be digging the hole. So what would I be messing up? I would just be moving earth a little bit. I, well, we need to talk about that. Christian Spears, Athletic Director of Marshall. Make that happen. Brad Smith, President of Marshall University. Make that happen. Me and Jeff Wagner, moving dirt and bulldozers. All right, we got to take some timeouts. We'll come back and we'll wrap this one up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back here tomorrow to do it all over again, so I'm looking forward to it. And don't forget, every day you can be a part of the program, so if today wasn't your day but you have something tomorrow, don't. Don't fret. You can hit me up on the text line. It is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. It's a great place to find me. Any Anytime, like 3 a.m. Hey, I'm going to leave Paul a message at 3 a.m. I'll see it. Maybe not at 3 a.m., but if it comes to you at 3 a.m., you just at me and I will find it. And while you're there, don't forget, give me a follow if you would. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, Let's get you caught up on a few things. Of course, uh, every day we're on social media and we're trying to keep an eye on what Coach Huff is doing. Uh, He's a big Steph Curry fan. The herd gets bigger every time Steph hits your timeline. And the herd just got bigger. Two Marshall football commitments announced on Twitter. C.J. Davis, he is – Class of 2023, he is a defensive back from Indiana, so he is committing to the herd. To Sean Jeter, class of 2023, defensive back from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, announcing his verbal commitment to the herd. And, of course, uh, there was another transfer commitment yesterday, Gabe Elrod. Uh, he is um, coming out of Troy, so 
three commits, two days. And I'm sure that, you know, when we come back tomorrow, we'll have to add to the list because uh, closing the gap, the herd's getting bigger, Steph Curry. That's just Coach Coach Huff loves the Steph Curry. I'm happy for Coach because uh, Golden State won the NBA. Because, again, if Golden State wouldn't have won that, would it have been time to retire the Steph? Wouldn't it have been time? Probably not. All right, Pirates baseball coming up tonight. Uh, they lost again last night. I don't know if you knew that. They lost again. I find out every day. If say, For example, if they play late, I don't get the score until the morning if they play late. If they play normally, normal time, you know, I got an idea. But if I don't know what happened, and usually I do, um, I can see when the boss walks by. You know, just his face is a little droopy. He's a little sad, right? Tough game, boss. And, of course, if I really want to make sure that I enhance my employment here when uh, the Pirates uh, sometimes get blown out, I'll text him the score. Like, hey, what happened? Hey, oh, t- this is tough. Well, what happened? Just giggling a little bit. He hasn't caught on yet. He- he's going to catch on soon. Either way, the Pirates are in action tonight. We got it for you. Um, they're going to try to open up, uh, even up the series against the, the Nationals. That is set for 7.05 p.m. We've got it for you. 6.40 is our airtime here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. Hey, they're playing some okay baseball. I mean, it's not bad. It's entertaining. They're not going to win the division, but they're going to be okay. It's all right. It's not bad. You could be. It could be worse. It could be the Reds. You could be the Reds, right? You could be a Reds fan right now. And hats off to you if you're still watching that and you're still sticking around with that. Hats off to you. I don't know how you're doing it, but I salute you if you're doing it. At least the Pirates make it interesting. They're fun. They might not win every game, but they're fun at least. And that's 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 half of what you ask for. You, you want wins, but be fun about it. So uh, we got it for you tonight here. I'm doing a great job selling this, aren't I? Yeah, I'm doing a great job. I mean, I'm enticing you to listen to Pirates baseball every single day. As if, no, nah, I'm not going to lie to you. They lost. We got the games. We, we want them to win. It's just, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, it's great. They lost again. That's okay. No, they lost. They lost a lot of games they should have won. Seriously, a lot of games they should have won. But unfortunately, uh, that is not the case. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this. Um, Winfield, uh, the alma mater of Woody Woodrum, um, Woody should be happy. Chris Massey is joining the team to be the special teams and linebackers coach. I mean, you get an NFL long staffer to join your high school squad. What's that say? Um that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, um, Winfield getting a, a little NFL experience there. Special teams should be really good at Winfield. I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting big things out of Winfield here. So, um, who's interested in fighting? I saw this today. Uh, Adrian Peterson and Levon Bell are going to be fighting in a celebrity boxing event. Are you going to pay for this? Um, I'm not paying for that. I'm, I'm not paying for that. I mean, 
bad enough Logan Paul's out there. Hey, Levon Bell, if, if Logan Paul fought Levon Bell, I would pay for that. Maybe. I'd pay for that one. Probably not. No, probably not. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Don't forget, find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again real soon. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.